0: Hey there, this is Anne Tea Garden with episode 93 of the Unveiled Podcast. Happy New Year! I haven't been on in a little bit with all the craziness of the holidays, and my studio area was part of a construction project next to it, so there, it really couldn't do any of the recording at that time. But today I want to talk about New Year going into the New Year. I always think clean slate, like this is going to be the best year ever. It's like starting over. I want to leave everything from last year behind and I look at it. It's kind of an empty bag, right? It's it's empty. It's ready to fill. But I have found that usually what happens is I bring this heavy backpack of last year into this next year. And maybe you do that, too. It can be things from last year, negative experiences, you know, they might be big, heavy things, or, you know, they might be little things, but they all add up. Or it could be things that maybe are from the year before, or the year before that, or a decade ago, maybe even your childhood. And these things wear us down. That's why, one of the reasons why we feel so burdened sometimes, we often think, It's because of all of our responsibilities and that's part of it. And I can talk about that, but I think a lot of it is the emotional baggage that we are carrying around and we don't realize it and it really weighs us down. So if you've ever noticed, there are some things that you just remember every little detail of and there are other things that I don't remember what I ate last week for dinner, right? And why is it we remember some things so well and other things we don't? Well, I believe there are two reasons. One, we rehearse them so they stay fresh. And the second reason is that it has an emotion attached. We tend Science shows we remember things better when there's an emotion attached. It could be joy or it could be fear or it could be sadness. But those are the things that help us remember it. So let's talk about rehearsing it do you do this? I do this sometimes. Well, you know what he said when this happened and then I said, and then he said, and we take it out and we rehearse it and then we put it back. And then later, even maybe not to someone else, maybe just in our own mind, we're rehearsing that conversation and the hurt over and over again. I love my father-in-law dearly. He's the one that passed this past summer, but he loved to tell stories. And I used to be amazed that he would tell a story about 1977, we went to this city and we stayed in this hotel and I had room 204 on the end of the hallway. And this is what happened on that work trip. And he tells us all about it. And I used to think, how in the world can he remember what hotel he stayed at? I don't remember the name of the last hotel I stayed at or what room number. But I realized after moving here and living near him, that he tells the same stories over and over again. You know, at least every six months, he's telling that story again. Well, that keeps it very fresh and alive, and that's why he can remember all of the details. We do the same thing with our negative experiences. If we let it go and we never recall it back to mind, it will fade. But if we're constantly getting it back out, rehearsing it, or telling it to others, it's going to stay in our bag and weigh us down. And it's going to be a fresh wound that you're bringing up that hurt and that emotion over and over again. So it's like when your dog gets surgery or something and they, they put that dog collar on him to keep him from scratching the wound. It's because they don't want him to open up that wound again, because it won't heal if it keeps getting opened. So, That is why we have to not rehearse things. When something happens, we need to deal with it, with the Lord, with ourselves. We need to let go of those emotions, and I'll explain uh, more how to do that in a moment. And then we need to let it go and not rehearse it. It could be an awful thing. You might have the right to be upset about it, but holding on to that is never gonna be beneficial. It's gonna weigh you down. But don't bring it out. I mean, I do this. I replay the conversation over and over. Oh, I wish I'd said this or I wish I'd done that. It's not helpful. That's all I'm saying. It's not helpful. So I don't recommend doing it. I try to stop myself when I when I realize that I'm starting to replay the conversation. I say, oh, nope. I can't change it. Right. It's in the past. So our goal for 2024, I hope, is to leave the past in the past so that it doesn't weigh us down. Don't bring the past into this new year, including the childhood past. Rehearse it one more time to deal with it and let it go so that it's not going to harm you. So the other thing I said that keeps an emotion, a memory alive is the emotion being attached to it. And there are some things that we probably will always remember because of the emotion that was originally attached to it. But there's a difference between I can remember this event and I know it was bad, but I'm not feeling that same feeling as I tell you about it. And then there's the when I remember it, it brings up I get this awful feeling in my stomach or I start crying. Okay, so those are the different things. The other day, the Lord was showing me where I had some humiliation and I started, he was showing me it was something from my childhood and I started remembering it and I was humiliated. I could feel that humiliation again. And I literally started crying as if I were a little child being humiliated in that situation again. And I found a way to get rid of that. And now... I would be able to remember that uh, event without feeling it. I would say, yeah, that was humiliating, but I wouldn't feel the humiliation. And so I didn't realize I was carrying around that humiliation inside of me. And what that humiliation was doing was making pride come up because when we're humiliated, it hurts our pride. And then we do things to try to protect our pride. And that usually isn't very helpful in a relationship. And so a root of pride for me was this humiliation that I was carrying around. So by getting free of that, it helps me get free of pride as well. So these things are complex, and yet it's simple in a way that we've just got to break it off. So I love um, Dave Hayes. He's also known as the praying medic. And I was listening to a podcast of his probably about a month ago, maybe less, and he talked about a very simple way of getting emotional healing. Now, only a few episodes ago, I was speaking about emotional healing, and I was saying, take these events to the Lord and ask Jesus, where were you in this event, and look for him and allow him to bring that peace and healing. And I still believe in that, and that's still a great way to do it. But here is a quick and simple way that you can do that. And especially in the moment, if someone is making you very frustrated or very angry, okay, this is a quick way to get rid of it, but it helped with my childhood humiliation as well. So the first step is to identify the emotion feeling. You're feeling it. So maybe it's in the moment you're feeling it or like me, you're bringing it back up. Let's identify the name of it. Okay, humiliation. So Lord... I give you these feelings of humiliation. I ask you to please take this feeling of humiliation away from me. Okay, so we're asking him to remove the emotion. Then, Lord, please come in and heal the wound in my soul from that event that is causing this emotion. And then just sit a moment and allow him to do that. Then recall the event again. If I'm still feeling humiliation, then, okay, maybe it wasn't taken care of, but maybe I'm feeling a different emotion. Now I realize there's anger there or there's um, feeling rejection. Okay. There could be different things. So if another emotion comes up, identify it. Lord, please take this feeling of rejection from me. Please come in and heal the wound in my soul that is causing this rejection Then go back. Think about the event again. And when you can think about it without feeling those emotions coming up, then it's healed. And it sounds too simple to be true, but I have used this multiple times over the last three weeks since I heard this podcast. And so again, I want to give credit to Dave Hayes for this process. And I will put a link to that podcast in the notes of this so that you can understand it. But we do not want to hold on to things. Now, I want to speak to why some people carry around this really heavy emotional bag full of hurt. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. But I do believe that some people do it because they're used to it. They would, wouldn't would feel right if they weren't carrying that all around. I think for some people, it's kind of a martyr syndrome without realizing it. Okay, we can get into self-pity so easily. I was queen of self-pity for many years. It's, I'm, poor me, right? I've had all this stuff that's happened to me. I have had all this hurt, okay? I haven't had a perfect life, in case anyone doesn't know my story. It hasn't been terrible, but I've had my share of hurts and trauma and things that didn't go the way my heart desired. And I've had to work through those, and we all do. But if someone hurts us, sometimes we want to hold on to it to punish them or because we feel sorry for ourselves. And neither one of those are very helpful. So if we're trying to do it to punish them, it's because, well, they don't deserve to be forgiven or they haven't apologized to me. Yeah, some people are never going to apologize to us, but that doesn't mean they don't deserve forgiveness because Christ forgave us, but it's really setting us free. So it's not about what they are going to get. They may not even know we forgave them or didn't forgive them, but it frees something in us. And God's word says, if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. That's Matthew six fifteen. Jesus doesn't hold our past against us, so we shouldn't hold other people's past against them. And I mean, that's real clear. I want Jesus to forgive me. So I better forgive others because I want to be forgiven. And it tells us, too, that Jesus has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. OK, that's really far. That's Psalm 103, 12. He really doesn't hold us, hold it against us. OK, if we asked him about that event, he'd say, "Hmm, what? I yeah, that's that went with the cross. I no longer see that anymore. And we need to not be hanging Onto that, So as we're getting hurt, because hurt happens, and sometimes it happens every day, sometimes it happens multiple times a day, we've got to take those feelings to the Lord. And the sooner we do it, and the sooner we ask for him to take those emotions and heal the hurt, because that healing really feels good, then we're it's not going to fester and become resentment. So when we're carrying those hurts around, they become resentment. And resentment builds a wall between us and the other person it just does you cannot have an intimate relationship with your spouse or your parent or your child or anyone else if there's resentment between you anytime i feel a wall between my husband and i i know that's a sign that there is resentment if i'm feeling very uh easily triggered by him it's probably a sign of resentment If I am easily offended, if I have an outsized response, like he says something instead of me getting a little irritated, I'm like, then that is probably resentment. It is triggering because that event may not have triggered such a large response. It's coming from the bag of resentment that I'm carrying around. So those are some red flags that you are carrying around some resentment and you can ask the Lord what where did that come from why did i respond so big to that can you please show me where there's resentment in my heart and when things happen i talked about taking care of it right away keeping short accounts it's like if somebody throws you a hot potato you catch it instinctively and then if it's hot hopefully your brain says let go right because you don't want to get burned it wouldn't make much sense to hold on to a potato that's too hot and and sit there holding it while your hands are getting burned. That would be foolish. But that's what we do sometimes. People throw an offense at us. We automatically, it, it hits us, right, without us thinking about it. But we can hold on to it and let it burn us and just create that awful feeling in our stomachs. And we can hold on to it and build resentment. Or we can drop it and say, oh, Lord, I, ooh, yeah, that, that hurt, you know, that hurt my hands, that hurt my heart. Please heal that quickly before it becomes something worse. So that is my goal for all of us this year is let's empty out our emotional baggage and not bring it in to 2024 and beyond. And let us not be stuffing things in that bag. Let us be clearing them out as they come in. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Doesn't that sound wonderful? God is doing a new thing this year in all of our lives, and he needs us freed up from the past. And not stuck looking backwards in order to take us forward into his purposes for us for this new year so i hope that that blessed you again try the emotional healing please take this emotion from me lord come in and heal the hurt in my soul and then i didn't add sometimes there's a third step and that is forgiving the other person if you haven't done that yet and it's a lot easier to forgive them once you have healed that hurt and you're not feeling all that emotion anymore, it really is a whole lot easier at that point. So may you be blessed. May you try this. And I would love to hear some comments about what you found out. Did it work? Did it work for you? Did you find some freedom? May the Lord bless your 2024. Go enjoy in peace. Bye-bye.